0: We're gonna be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the Supreme Court on June 27, ruled six to three in favor of Coach Kennedy, a high school football coach who was fired for silently praying on the football field at the 50-yard line after the games. The court relied on the free speech and free exercise clauses of the First Amendment, and the court also addressed the Establishment Clause also part of the First Amendment, the court finally buried. The court made so-called lemon test, citing Liberty Council's 9-0 decision handed down on May 2, 2022, in the case of Shurtleff versus City of Boston involving the Christian flag case. You know, this case, let's just kind of overview, Mm -hmm. because it's really amazing.
1: Let's give a little history about the coach, first of all.
0: Well, this coach um, began with the Bremerton High School many years ago. 2008,
1: actually. 2008.
0: And he actually uh, made a promise to God that he would pray and give thanks uh, after each game he coached, regardless of the outcome. He would simply drop to one knee and pray at the uh, 50-yard line for 15 to 30 seconds, a short prayer.
1: Silently by himself. Yeah.
0: And then eventually some people started voluntarily coming to the area where he would pray the school district then said to stop eventually there was only really three different events that were actually before the court and in these particular prayer events he was most of the time alone
1: right and he did it for 7 years without any complaints right. and then all of a sudden they, and they said they no you got to stop and
0: then it was modified and so he said listen I'll I'll go out there when they're off the field I don't have to be out there in front of everybody uh, or with the others. I'll just do it by myself. And they said, no, you can't do it at all.
1: But the school district ordered him to stop and said that his practice violated the Establishment Clause of the U.S. Constitution.
0: And that's where we come into the live case, because on May the 2nd, 2022, the Supreme Court in our case handed down a nine to zero decision. And the issue there that the city of Boston argued was that based upon the Supreme Court's 1971 decision called Lemon versus Kurtzman, the so-called Lemon Test for the Establishment Clause, that they had to censor the Christian flag. That if you think the Christian flag is not Christian, secular, you call it something else like Camp Constitution flag, it can fly. But if you call the flag Christian, it can't fly, even though it's the same flag. So it depends upon your viewpoint of that flag if your viewpoint is christian or religious it's impermissible if it's secular it's permissible the supreme court ruled nine to zero that it violated the free speech clause and that the city did not have an establishment clause defense under the so-called lemon test When that happened, I said that this will form the foundation of the Kennedy case. Remember, we talked about that. Right, you did,
1: because it's a similar argument. They examined government speech versus private speech. And in this case with the coach, they examined whether him being a public school employee, still on the clock, if his private silent prayer on the field was private speech, or was it government speech.
0: Right, and so here's the situation. If the coach or any other coach kneels down during the game on the sideline or on the field after the game and they're thinking secular thoughts, it's okay. If on the other hand the same coach kneels down and they're thinking religious thoughts, it's banned because they have to censor it under the Establishment Clause interpretation via the case called Lemon versus Kurtzman. So it's the same thing. If you think the flag is Christian, it's banned. If you think it's secular, it's okay. If you're thinking secular thoughts, it's okay. If you're thinking Christian thoughts, you're banned. And the reason why is this 1971 Lemon test case called Lemon versus Kurtzman. In our case, 19 nine to zero decision, shirtliff, They rejected the lemon test. They rejected it. They said, no, this is a violation of free speech. In the Coach Kennedy case, they also not only rejected it, but they buried it finally once and for all. And in doing so, they cited to the Shirtliff decision, our case. The Kennedy case involved the intersection of the free speech clause, the free exercise of religion clause, and the establishment clause. Our case involved the intersection of the free speech clause that was religious free speech and the Establishment Clause. They both have that commonality, and they both are like one bookend and the other bookend. And so here's what happened in just two months, from May 2 until June 27.
1: May 2 is when our decision came out, 9-0.
0: And June 27 is when the Coach Kennedy case came out. What the court did is they ruled on free speech, free exercise clauses, and the Establishment Clause all in the First Amendment. What the Coach Kennedy case said is that these are three different clauses of the same First Amendment. They're not at war with one another. They're complementary. But what happened is the Supreme Court put the Establishment Clause at war with the Free Exercise Clause and the Free Speech Clause. And oftentimes it overrode free speech and free exercise of religion. For every single thing that you could imagine, there would be one court on one side, one court on the other side. Let me just give you an example. There's cases, for example, that a city plow or the city pays a private company to plow snow off the road so you can clean the roads, and they'll also plow snow off the parking lot so people don't slip on the parking lots. Well, that plow goes to a private shopping mall. It plows the parking lot. Right next to it is a church. It plows the parking lot of the church. There are cases that say that's an establishment of religion by giving a benefit to the church. There's other cases saying no under the lemon test. That's not an establishment of religion. In other words, there's no objective reality to it. It's whatever a judge wants as the end result. You can use the lemon test to reach any result. Give me another example. In 2005, I argued the Ten Commandments case out of Kentucky. The Supreme Court accepted the question about overruling the lemon test. We briefed that it ought to be overruled. They didn't overrule it in that case. At the same time, I argued the Texas or the Kentucky Ten Commandments case. The Texas Ten Commandments case was argued as well. The monument, we had a display. Texas had a monument. They were decided the same day. In the Kentucky case, they used the lemon test. In the Texas case, they didn't use the lemon test. They used no test. So they... Pulled it out, as Scalia would say.
1: Like a skeleton out of the Looks like a, a goblin, closet. you know, <laughs> yeah. a,
0: a, a, in a horror movie around Halloween. Scare they would people. pull it out of the closet and they would scare these government officials and they'd bring it back in. And sometimes we use it, sometimes we don't. It's only when it's convenient. Right. And we said, you need to overrule it. We've been working for decades to overrule it. Now it's overruled. It's dead. So here's what's happened in two months. Everything that we have actually fought for and the purpose of Liberty Council has come to pass in two months. Strengthening the Free Speech Clause, in fact Jay Sekulow and I pioneered the argument that free speech ought to be couched as religious free speech because Scalia in 1990 weakened the Free Exercise Clause in the Smith case. So we moved over to the Free Speech Clause, thus the reason why we won now Shirtlove, 9-0. to We started that separately, he did it, I did it, we did it separately, but we pioneered that. Nobody had done that before. It was all free exercise, but free exercise got weakened, so we pivoted over to free speech. And we moved forward to that, and that's why all these decisions and victories happened over these next decades, all the way culminating in Shirtliff and now in Kennedy. Then we wanted to strengthen the free exercise clause because it was weakened, and we've worked on that. The free exercise clause is now stronger now because it's going back more to an original understanding. Then we wanted to bring the establishment clause back to more of a historical approach rather than the lemon test. Lemon is gone and the Supreme Court now says we need to look at the establishment clause from a historical perspective. We're talking about all of these incredible aspects and then you add on top of that abortion mm. to overrule these horrible abortion decisions.
1: For such a time as and this. And that was overruled God.
0: on June 24. Yeah. Incredible decisions. This is another incredible decision. And it's not only a victory for free speech and for exercise. The lasting issue that will come out of Coach Kennedy is the lemon test is dead. Mm-hmm. Abortion decisions died on June 24. The lemon test died on June 27.
1: And, you know, God gets the glory. And, you know, President Trump gets some of the credit as well for these oh my constitutional judges.
0: To God be the glory for these incredible victories. These are generational changing victories. This was something that will affect generations to come. Absolutely. And all law school students will read these decisions down rather than the bad decisions. And thank, thanks be to God for this incredible uh, gift and to Donald Trump for nominating these constitutionalist justices and judges across the country. For more information, visit Liberty Council's website, lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776.